Max Fine Whiskey Podcast. Uh, what is this, 34? We did it 34. We got all four people back. John, how was that vacation? I'm back. It's good. Going on vacation is fun. Who, who would have thought? Where'd you go anyway? <laughs> Going on vacation is fun. I went up north to uh, like Petoskey area. And my brother got married in Ann Arbor. So I was kind of back and forth a couple times. <laughs> well, would you like go that. on vacation the for part. the wedding? Or was you just happened to be there? No, the wedding was smack dab in the middle of vacation, so it was more like a nuisance you could think of it. So it kind anything. of ruined your vacation. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. It more took a couple days away from vacation, but you know. Can we get a rating one through five on the wedding? Uh, the wedding could have been awful because it was outdoors and there was rain the entire week before the day of the wedding. So it could have been a one, but honestly, we had clear skies, warm day. I'd put it about a four. Four? I don't know if you could do a six list for a wedding. That'd be like Tom Cruise or something. But I was, I was, I, my my wedding was a six list, so it's okay. My wedding was oh, also yeah. a six list. Your wife doesn't even listen this to the show. True. You don't need to. Te- you don't need to say this. Pat's Pat's wedding was a six list. I'm, it's all right. Your brother's wedding. Best of all time. Hey, I, I would. John, I can't know. wait to rate your wedding. This is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, I, I I would I would agree with Pat. Six list had a keg of Amber Bach on there. Yeah. That was pretty good. And we had good food. People were crying, dancing. And Skyline Chili was absent. Yes. <laughs> Actually, at my, um, my sister-in-law's wedding, they catered in Coney's midway through the night when everyone was dancing. It was awesome. If Pat had to get remarried, it would just be kiddie pools full of uh, Skyline Chili. That's all it would be. <laughs> no, it would be big old buckets you could just drink from. I'm What's not going to swim in it. I'm not going to swim in it. We're not animals. This is yeah, my okay. five-way. Now, granted, I say that as a, a person with a slip and slide party on Saturday to go to. So there you go, Pat and his uh, his skyline slip and slides. Clint, you're gonna join him? No, no. Okay, that's all you guys get for intros. Deal with it. This week we're doing a bullet bourbon, but first I think John needs to tell us how he thought about the Basil Hayden. You gotta give us a score real quick. What do you think? All right. So I'm going to give it, I'm really between a two and a three, but I think I'm going to go with a three. So, and this is without knowing what you guys gave it. I didn't listen. So I wrote down, it's, it seems sort of lacking in flavor, but what did you get it for? $27. Uh, Did we say 20, 20, yeah, 27, 28, I think somewhere down there. Okay. So, and I said, but the price seems decent because that's what I remember paying was like 30. Um, it's a very approachable whiskey, and I used to like it way before trying all these different whiskeys on the show. So I would say, for it being not too harsh to drink, it's a good one to just dip your toes into whiskey. But I think knowing what I know now and all the whiskeys we've had, I would buy different whiskey for that price. Yeah, I think that was kind of the unanimous decision. We we all gave it twos. <clears throat> but the listeners know that. We don't need to sit back and talk about it. You can listen to the episode yourself, John. And fill yourself in on what we thought about it. Uh, let's move forward with and Bullet Bourbon. <laughs> this is the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, the Frontier Whiskey. John, are you going to tell us about this thing? I sure can. Might as well make up for my lost time here. Get more of my voice on this show. So I won't start off by saying the story begins... So and we'll he just. Did it. I knew you'd so do it. So we'll just start off by saying the first batch of bullet Once upon began a time. <laughs> in a mystical in a land, land far, far away <laughs> called Louisville, Kentucky. 
The first batch of Bullet was made in the 1830s by Augustus Bullet. He was just a tavern keeper. His recipe was known for being high rye bourbon. Um, not, not many people or anyone to that fact really know what happened to him. Because in the 1860s, he loaded up a flatboat full of um, like bourbon to go sell in New Orleans. And pretty much was never seen or heard from again. They sent out like search parties and stuff, tried to find him. Nothing came of it. And then the Civil War started. So, you know, that kind of put him on the back burner. And pretty much the search stopped there. So then, God, I don't even know what this math would be. Um, at least 100 years later, um, in 1987, Thomas Bullitt Jr. six the, years. Hey, we got a smart boy here. Everyone give a round of applause. <laughs> What's math? <laughs> so, in 1987, Thomas Bullitt Jr., the great-great-grandson of Augustus, left his law practice and started this Bullitt Distilling Company with a recipe inspired by Augustus's bourbon. Obviously, it's not the same because no one saw the guy again, but it's a unique blend of rye, corn, and barley malt, along with some special strains of yeast and pure Kentucky limestone-filtered water. Um... So wait, did we just that's honestly, did I miss yeah, something, I get, or did we just like skip multiple generations of people and just went like, yeah, fuck it, we'll start again? Uh, apparently, that's exactly what big happened. happened. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dope, <laughs> kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, nothing important happened in between then until he started the company, and they actually didn't have their own distillery until like a couple years ago, like five years ago. Um, I'm ballparking that number. But they were basically using other companies' distilleries to actually make their bourbon until they had their own. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, Their their mash bill is 68% corn, 28% rye, and 4% malted barley. How much did we get it for? Oh, shit. I don't have that pulled up. Oh, God, guys, I screwed up. Ruh, row. Everyone (laughs) cancel the podcast. Start over. Oh, we. Why does the internet have ads? It's I hate everything. dollars at Kroger. Well, let's talk oh, about that. We're going Kroger, baby. Let's talk about what we got it for. We got it for ooh twenty dollars. Fat nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> ooh. Which one? Would you say you got some price list? Yeah, we need a price list. Uh, what'd you say you got it? What's it at Kroger? Twenty what? Twenty seven. Damn, twenty seven versus twenty. That is the fucking drop off. What that if you have a Kroger card? Noises. And I'm thinking like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> Tim Allen. It's more Tim Allen from Home Improvement. <laughs> hey, what about that Kroger Plus card? That's with the Plus card. Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to know what it is without it. the Plus card. Uh, 34. It hurts. Oh wow. my God. But who doesn't have a Kroger have- Plus card? Yeah, I think if you don't, they just yeah, they just the employee scans their own to get the fuel points. I know that's yes, <laughs> that's why the receipts are so long. This oh, you're not part of our membership. Here's a 19-page receipt. <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, that's I find that interesting that they just did this whole multi-generational skip and went, eh, here we go again. Yep. I wonder I why, why that one bad. great-great-grandson. Whoa, shots <laughs> fired. Wouldn't that be wild though if like someone had the original bullet saved away and then got the new stuff and we're like, damn, this tastes like shit. I'm saying nothing like Poppy's bourbon. Yeah. This is piss water. We found it at the bottom of Mississippi, dredged it up. Sitting there with a hundred gallons of bullet bourbon, bottom of a lake. It's probably still been barrel aged. 
Isn't that the plot of uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? They have to go back Isn't and get really? the bourbon. There is something about whiskey in that movie. There's a, there's a lot that goes on in that movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of imagery. So let's get into it. All right, guys. This week we're watching Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we can't do this. Okay, so bam. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Quit. I can't. I can't handle you guys. Let's talk about this whiskey. The place so where the color. he was color's born pretty standard. You got the golden, little golden, uh, whatever you want to call it. I'd say it's whiskey it. colored. <laughs> I'd say it's about brown. <laughs> uh, it's a gold, it's golden amber. brown. Cin- it's a cin- golden cinnamon flake, gold flake, pale ale. I don't know. Topaz. It, it looks like so chronic bad. kidney disease, stage three urine. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. I got stage three urine. <laughs> So, uh, okay, let's let's move on to something interesting. How do you guys feel about on the nose? Hold up, what's this glass you're drinking out of? This is new. I find it. I think it's incredible. You missed it. You missed the story last week. It's my new sniffer glass. Shit. All right, don't tell me. I'll I'll just listen to the old one. Yeah, it's not a good story. It doesn't matter. Uh, Let's go on the nose. I find it (laughs) super balanced. I really like the mix of the flavors it brings and also the harshness of the the alcohol. This is a 90 proof, 90. I think. Yes, yes, sir. 90 proof. But I think it balances well in terms of some of the 80s we've tried recently. Uh, I think it does a really good job of not being overpowering in one way or the other. I know that's not really explaining the flavor, but it explains how I feel about it in general. I'll talk about flavor, what I first got. Please do. Well, do oh, it. thank you. I wanted, I wanted some confirmation <laughs> before I started talking. Uh, <laughs> that, that's good podcasting for you. Uh, I got that's vanilla and cherry. I know the fans at home are like, John, tell smoke. us. John, tell us. Wait, did, did that not come through or are you guys fucking with me? You said vanilla cherry. <laughs> no, I heard okay, you. Good. A little smoke. You're a little laggy, but it's okay. <laughs> I always am, boys. This is good podcasting. What time is it on your computer? Uh, it's currently 946. Oh, oh, I'm 947. Okay, oh, so yes, we're, I we're find I find there's definitely some of that light smoke. Uh, I definitely get like a light granulated sugar and and a, a hint of cherry for sure. Uh, and it's a little on the sweet side, but not much. And then I think it balances well with the ethanol coming off the actual whiskey itself. I it's definitely get, not overpowering. I, I get some flashbacks to like Four Roses with the smell. I agree. I think it's got that that uh wants to be old-fashioned smell um but and i think it does a really good job of, of of being balancing in that way i think this has got more of a smoke that you mentioned maybe maybe a woody scent yeah. in there uh that, that the four roses did not have pat do you I've have got any confirmation of to, to speak add. perfect clint do you have anything of value to add no it's uh i'll just say that it's classic bourbon flavors vanilla classic. cherry Brown sugar. Is it a good classic? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Sure, it's fine. Love okay, it. that okay. doesn't Let's sound great. On. How do we? F- Let's move on. Are you gonna, t- uh, Clint, are you gonna tell us that it's our classic palette flavors? Is that all you got to say? Uh, I will say that, but I had one comment in the mid palette that I wanted to touch on because we talked about last week at Basil <laughs> Hayden's where it seemed like in the palette you were expecting something and there was something missing. I get that on this as well, but not at the front of the palette like I did with Basil Haynes. It's more in the back of the palette. Like it, it, so is, 
I feel like there's something right in the middle of my tongue, between the tip of my tongue and the back of my throat. I feel like there's something missing. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, touch it. Uh... I was ready for a D's nuts joke. Uh, I I think I see where you're coming from, but I would say that it's almost. I think with Basil Hayden's, like we said, it was missing something in terms of I don't think the the nose elevated to the taste. Where I find that this flows extremely well in that I think I taste exactly what I smell, and I th- that's obviously not always the case. I think that it transitions extremely well into a mouthfeel. I think it's a little hotter in terms of the alcohol and maybe a little spice. And I think a little more of the wood comes through, but I, th- I still think you get you know the classic flavors in there. I think you still get the vanilla, the cherry, um, maybe a light cinnamon, but that could just be the, the heat that I'm, I'm feeling. I-, I think though that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't add anything that the nose doesn't already give you, but it definitely isn't like, I feel like it's missing something. I think it's just is doing exactly what you smell and it's kind of like, okay, that, that is what it is. And maybe that can seem lackluster, but I think it's delivering what its expectations are. I would equate yeah, it to, to add the, um, the dryness of cinnamon powder the old cinnamon and challenge. brown sugar. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's probably part of the ethanol playing into it. And I think it really leads that you know, that uh, feeling on the tongue. John, I know you're hot to give me some some info. <sighs> Sweating over here. All right. I got, uh, the only thing I have to add to that, it did have a nice creamy mouthfeel, especially because I had the Basil Hayden's before this, like an hour apart. So like having the two directly to compare was nice because this definitely was more Double pleasant fisting. to sip. Yeah, basically. And so I like the mouthfeel with this, but also I was kind of sad the cherry didn't carry over to the palate because I really like that in the nose of it. Um, but I also got cinnamon, because you mentioned you think it might be cinnamon. And I didn't know. I put a question mark next to cinnamon, because I wasn't sure if that was that. I'll, John's notes also just have questions marks next to everything. It's kind of how <laughs> Maybe the game. this is. Maybe this isn't. <laughs> Lemon? I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's Pat, like a what do you have to whatever you want. I, I got a little bit of like a maple syrup type flavor. Um, maybe it's maybe it's just more of a richness of a sweetness kind of thing. And then I just threw a drop of water in there and I get a lot more of that cinnamon powder taste, but also it kind of dries you out the same kind of way. Like you put a little too much on and it's kind of hmm. chalky. So don't put the water in it, it kind of ruins it. I feel feel that way for all whiskey. <laughs> How do you feel about ice? All I don't right. think we know your stance on that. Max is pro anti ice. Pro anti ice, <laughs> yes, love it, love it, to, love to hate it. <laughs> also hate drinking out of straws, just the way it is. Anyways, let's move on to the finish. Pat, bring it home. Come on. Come I on. I get on, like a a woody note after it's been gone for a while that I I don't love. It's not like um, I think we said on the Basil Hayden's like an, that leftover oak note. This is just more like firewood that's been sitting out, kind of just not pleasant. I don't love it. Um, otherwise, it's kind of drying. Astringent maybe is the right word on the you know early stages. Um, nothing otherwise noteworthy there. Astringent, huh? I like the astringent play. Cold and calculating. Clint, what do you think? Uh, riveting. Yeah. Oh no! I'm playing hardball tonight, boys. It's a 15 minute podcast. All right, no one's That's got anything right. good. Here's what I got. It's like <clears throat> chewing on a cherry stem. 
That's how I would explain the finish. Get out of here. Yeah. Hard I've ball. never done that before. Oh, what? No? Mm-hmm. You ever tried right, to tie a cherry stem with a tongue? Go get a cherry no. stem. No. I don't have any. It's, I'm it's a dumb idiot. Like. I can't do that anyway. I think I think the dryness is pretty clear. I think there's a woody note that comes through, and I think it's like chewing on a cherry stem. I don't find it super pleasant. I think it definitely doesn't. It, it, I think it. It is definitely the progression of the scent it's like to the a soggy taste to the finish. I see, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I don't think I don't think it stands up to the first two phases. Mm-hmm. John, you mean I don't to know. Add? I don't know what a soggy cherry stem tastes like, but uh, I what just about wrote a down like you've had for too long. Yeah, I mean, because I wrote down more wood and pepper, so I can see the wood, the soggy toothpick comment, which is kind of gross. But I did like this finish more than I liked Basil Hayden's because it actually was something. Yeah, I can agree with that. Be it a cherry stem or not, I will say but, I think the longer I, I, think I linger on this drink, the worse I like it. Uh-oh. The worse you like it? Does that make sense? Oh, that's bad. Less I like it. Oh, the the Who worse I like it. The I like it worse. <laughs> how many how many drinks have you been lingering on <laughs> not a lot because i was very sick the other day uh-oh covid delta variant i know Guys, you can't, can't you over. can't say the word sick without everyone freaking out it wasn't it wasn't covid he had a brain tumor it was not covid <laughs> although I, I went to work at i went to work at 8 30 i was home by 9 45 i said nope that's because his fingers fell off slept all day it's anymore. <laughs> trench foot old trench foot over here yeah, I got everything but COVID, so it's all good. Okay, so we yeah. blasted through this uh, this whiskey. Oh, Do we it could want be West Nile. It? West Nile's back. Uh, yeah, that was the thing when I lived in from South the Bennett's. South. Guys, I just had a small little stomach bug. It's all gone now. I said hi, goodbye. It's a twenty-four-hour thing. Oh, Kaylin, Kaylin cooked some bad food, huh? Kaylin. No, Kaylin had it too, and so did the baby. Everyone had bad poops. Oh, that is, it had, is the worst when everyone gets it. Oh, bad had poops. The bad poops, but. But to be fair, the baby was happy the whole time. So no one. Now we need a not safe for work label. Probably me. Probably me. Baby was second. (laughs) Anyways, uh, this has been Bullet and Bad Poops. (laughs) Thanks for joining. (laughs) Turns out you can't tell the difference. (laughs) Oh no! Title right there. I only I only learned that Bullet had an I in it tonight. I'm an idiot. Really? You (laughs) illiterate man. I am. I just was like. I'm pretty sure what? I even what? sent you guys pictures of the coffee mugs I got for Christmas that say "bullet" with an eye on them. Maybe I just didn't pay attention. Did we talk Did about the bullet lineup at all? They that have was, a lot. That was John's on. John's DD. I could do that. Look, we can get to the lineup. Let's talk about the scores, and then we can go back to the lineup. How's that sound? Yeah, sure. That'll give me time to Google. We got hey, through. We got through. Hey, John, ABC. can you tell Let's us about our rating scale? No, I can't because that's your job. I don't get paid for that. <laughs> You guys are getting paid. Hey, you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is somebody hands me money every month in the mail. That's all I know. That's our secret it fan. That's say, who I don't, I don't ask says any more questions. Job's name on it. John goes to work, but thinks that his podcast pays him, not his job. <laughs> he, he put the his job um, was the fun was thing. W nine in as smell my whiskey, John. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Just inhaled. Some anyways, milk. Pat, would you like to Ooh, give two. us the rating system? Oh, he's just going to score it. Never mind. I thought you were going to tell us. No, sorry. I asked John to do it, and he said, no, we're moving on. Okay, Pat gave us a strong two. Clint, how do you feel about this? Uh, You guys go ahead. I need to think about this one. (laughs) That's not how this works. Pat, the two fucked him up. Spit it out. Uh, I don't know. I 
I was actually kind of leaning towards a one. Oh, oh shit. Didn't fuck him up. On. Didn't I fuck was him up. not expecting that. Okay, I'll All be right, the I'll up? be the odd boy out. I gave it a three. That's what I gave it. Hey, high five. Yeah. What did you no. write down as what you thought you would have scored it? I thought I would have given it a three. I, I thought I would give it a three. I Clint? thought I would give it a one. <laughs> wow, listen, Clint, I Clint. hated it and I still hate it. <laughs> Clint, you having a bad day? Do we need to talk? I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll explain my rating first. I, I usually use bullet in cocktails. Um, that's how I've always used it. I think it does. it's good enough in a cocktail because it's got some of those same kind of old-fashioned-y type flavors in there. But something about that finish is what's rubbed me wrong and had me knock it down to a two. I didn't like that. Yeah, I'd say the same. My comment would be the same as I think I really like this in a cocktail. I think it's fine enough to drink by itself, but the price point alone is, you know, if you can get it at twenty bucks, I find it to be super fine at that price. You know, something like Basil Hayden at twenty eight, or even was Four Roses at twenty four. I think. But you can get the old Forester one hundred for seventeen dollars. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that it's the best value. I'm saying that it's good value. That is the best. The second best value. I need to have more of that, to be honest. Can we just I will make sure we weren't wrong. Break <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> toasted. I will piggyback off that and say the price point is the big seller because I do like sipping this straight. Um, I don't, however, have such an issue with the finish that you guys do. I can see the notes you guys bring out of it, but I don't really have an issue with it. So that's not really a hindrance for me. John, you might like chewing on toothpicks. I might. You know, I've got an oral fixation. <laughs> we all got something. As he eats a pen. Uh, money. Do you, do you, now that I've given you enough time to stall, do you want to talk about these million different flavors of bullet? Uh, wait, can Clint explain why it's a one? No. <laughs> He's just going to say it's all bad. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about bullet more. Let's hear it, Clint. Oh, I, uh, okay. Um... I just I, I've I have had this before and I don't have fond memories of it. I always thought it uh tasted a lot hotter than it should be, and I still feel like that. But now I feel like that hotness that I was get picking up on before when I well, like let's face it, I still don't know what I'm talking about, but uh that hotness I had before is actually that bad finish that we're describing and I I don't know. I just never was a fan, and I always chose something else over it. And I'm realizing I'm still not a fan, and yeah, not going to apologize for it. Clint, I All won't right. say you're wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. All right. So the other bourbons that they have, they have a Bullet Rye, they have Bullet Bourbon Ten Year Old, Barrel Strength, and Blenders Select. Uh, what would you like to know more of? That's all I want to know. Thanks for your service. Yep, love it. Love it, list it, ship it, send it. Thank you for calling Comcast, and hope you have a great day. A- AT&T, stay on brand. Yeah, AT&T. Really <laughs> trash oh, it them. does say the barrel strength does range from 120 to 125 proof. Ooh. That would be a hot drink. Can You, uh, you deserve can the you, Medal of Honor, John. Can, can you price check that one? <laughs> Just kidding, I can do it. All right, so you does know, anyone have any fascinating things to talk about since we blew through this episode so I, fast? Well, you were Mr. Hustle Hustle, so this is your fault. I will make up for it, though. Can we play a game real quick? How much do you think the the barrel select costs a total wine in Kentucky? Barrel selected total wine in Kentucky, $65. $35. 
Whoa. It's going to be like Maybe I underballed it. Uh, I would say 60. 62. That seems fair. What? 62.99. Yeah. Whoa. I've seen also 62.99 in Indiana. But it's also unavailable. So thanks for your service. Me. For barrel picks, I've seen that 60 price point been hovering around quite a bit. Probably because they get less of it. Fascinating. So I do have a fun fact. No, don't do it. It's not that fun. Um, This is actually. (laughs) This was actually. um, I don't know if it's intended, but the distillers say it pairs well with barbecue. I feel like that's easy. That's an easy putt. I feel like that's all bourbon. You could pour any bourbon in a glass. Take a good barbecue. I say, duh. Hey, I'm just giving you the facts, guys. Did you, you did you look at, at the uh, the food and cocktails one? Fun I didn't, but I was kind of interested. Crab cakes and bourbon remoulade, bourbon beer cheese, and flea flickers. Ooh. Shandies know, and tostadas. Wings. What the hell are flea flickers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> sentence. Ounce what and a half of bullet. One ounce of ginger syrup, <laughs> one ounce of cold brew, and six ounce of Guinness. Actually, I kind of I'm, I'm here for this. What the one. hell are flea flickers? <laughs> give me, give me one of these flea flickers. Yeah, that does actually sound pretty good. Hey, Clint, 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 can you make these instead? Here, I'm gonna send you the Guys, rest. Guys, why don't Clint, we start this, this movie? Let's go do this movie instead. Can you screen share? Well, let's just watch Tropic Thunder real quick. <laughs> just, just real quick. Just real quick. Yeah, it's the, it's where's I got the extended version. Just real quick. Is there an extended version? Hey, I have something we could talk about. Okay. What can we expect next for the show? Well, we'll find out in two days when we decide. We're we're canceled. That's what we've decided. (laughs) Uh, I guess next uh, next episode is going to be our live episode. Keep you guys guessing. No, we'll talk about it. We got the live episode next, and then that's where we don't know what's going on next because we'll decide at the live app. Sound about right? No, but like, what's going on, like, with the live app? Oh, That's we're gonna eat some food and talk stuff. shit. I'm gonna show up in my vehicle with so many whiskeys. You'll think I'll have a problem. We already think you have a problem. <laughs> Actually, what's it's gonna happen answer. is Clint's gonna drive his flatboat down the river and get lost. Oh no, Augustus number two. Augustus Clint. <laughs> Thought you said your house was by the river. <laughs> it's actually a canal. The Coast Guard's gonna get him. Yes, next Man week is a live made. episode. Oh, shit. That's a we'll damn. have a lot more information then. Uh, boys, is that a wrap? Do we wrap this one quick? Was it quick, boy? Right. Yeah, let's not even do socials. Just end it now. See ya. <laughs> We're just 40. It's trying to be whiskey. We'll see you next week. Bye, Craig. Uh, I'm stopping my I recording. I don't blame people for stopping listening to this. So, are we actually stopping stopping?